Bless our offerings of time, talent, and treasure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So, just a quick correction on the, on the raffle. It's not for a photo lesson, it's for a photo session. So, work your way through those ministry tables and those opportunities to serve or sing or whatever it may be, and you might, uh, you might win the photo session. So, Miss Hope alluded to the scripture for today. It's about a big gathering of people and there doesn't look like there's nearly enough food. It comes from the Gospel of Luke in the ninth chapter, and the story unfolds where Jesus and the disciples are returning after really an exhausting day of teaching and healing. But the crowds, it says, found out where Jesus was, and they followed him. And Luke records the story in this way. Late in the afternoon, the 12 disciples came to Jesus and said, Send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms so they can find food and lodging for the night. There's nothing to eat in this remote place. But Jesus said to them, you feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Are you expecting us to go out and buy enough food for the whole crowd? There are about 5,000 here. Jesus replied, we'll tell them to sit down in groups of about 50 each so all the people sat down. Jesus took five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Then he broke the loaves into pieces, and he kept giving the bread and the fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. Everyone ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. This ends the reading from the Gospel of Luke. And may these words, which once transform the church's heart, transform our hearts as well. Will you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be offered humbly and faithfully. Amen. Well, friends, really, far be it from me to be a lengthy impediment between you and the pulled pork, the frosted brownies, the games, and the continued wonderful gift of fellowship. Still, I will take a brief moment and reflect on this hunch, that if picnics don't have something to do with God, then we may as well close up shop. Because either everything we do has to do with God, or we are imprisoning God to an hour of worship on Sunday mornings. Maybe the Apostle Paul had picnics in mind when he wrote to the church, whenever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Still, you might be thinking, really, Rich? A sermon before the barbecue? I mean, I get it, but what better story to ground us as we're gathered together to tell the story, break the bread, and build the friendships? and we do it all in the name of Jesus. Well, you heard the story, right? Where the 5,000 are fed. It says that Jesus began the process, but more precisely, the 5,000 shared with each other, miraculously. Or maybe it's predictably, because feeding everyone was the result of a generous community. 
Miraculously, there's enough to go around for everybody. But did you hear it, right? The very last part, get this. Big party, everyone's hungry, and there are leftovers. Well, I don't know. Maybe the crowd had been inspired and nourished by Jesus' vision of a just, merciful, and abundant world where generosity overcomes scarcity. So as that fish and bread went around, some, I imagine, made the ancient version of a filet fish sandwich, or some tossed it into oil and they made fish and chips. And everybody shared their Spartan servings, and everyone was filled and nourished by generosity. And amazingly, there was plenty to take home. Friends, generosity is a miracle. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. What remains to be seen is how much pulled pork will be left over today. Because, friends, and I'm just, I'm just giving you a helpful hint here. You may want to get in line in front of your clergy. Because I'm not kidding. We have been talking about and anticipating the barbecue for weeks. And, and because I love you, I will do my best to distract my colleagues to give you all a chance. But suffice it to say they take their barbecue seriously. You've been warned. But Paul's right. Everything we do, picnics included, have something to do with God. It's even been suggested that a healthy church should be doing three things regularly and doing them together. Worshiping God, the praise of God, of course, serving the world in Jesus' name, and having a fiesta having a fiesta. But a fiesta is more than just a party, more than even just a picnic. It's a party as a family of faith. Because a fiesta is a close cousin of the Sabbath, the time when we cease and desist from the regular demands of our Monday through Saturday lives. A fiesta is unpressured and unplanned time for conversation and laughter and a chance to break bread together. It affords us the opportunity for new friendships to be forged and old friendships to be renewed. A fiesta is a time when we are thrown together like a dazzling bouquet, thrown together with people we might not otherwise have the chance to talk and eat with. And even better is when a fiesta can be outside, right? Because surely the blue sky and the clouds should occasionally join us in worship because the psalmist told us that the heavens, the heavens are telling us of the glory of God. Well, you heard that at the end of the feeding of the 5,000, there was plenty left over. Well, I've always loved that the, the Brits have a phrase for food that is, that is carried out or for leftovers carried home from a party. They call it takeaway. A takeaway is a lovely image of what you will have as you return home after worship and our fiesta. And even if there is just a bit of barbecue beef left or a sparse spoonful of potato salad, you, I promise, will have plenty left over to take away from our fiesta, our sacred time of fun, fellowship, and breaking bread together. So maybe as you return home today, you will take away and unwrap when you get home a grace that prays and remembers what a joy it was to be together. 
Or maybe you'll take away from here the name of someone new you introduced yourself to because, friends, we grow spiritually stronger by building relationships in the name of Christ. Or maybe in your leftover container when you get home will be the reminder that singing and praying together in the worship of God is a gift to our souls. Maybe your leftover, your takeaway from this fiesta will be an alternative and playful vision of communion. Because in not too long, we will break the bread, pass the potato salad, choose between cookies or cake or both, perhaps. But we will do all of these things in the name of Jesus. This morning, hundreds will be fed and there will be much, much delight and joy left over. And I pray that that will be your takeaway from our fiesta. May it be so. Amen.